0: Hey there! Hi. This is a disclaimer. So we're doing a warning. We're inserting this before the episode today. Um, this. This is trigger warning. Hardcore. Yeah. There's massive trigger warnings in this episode. There's a lot of, um, you know, talk about sexual, sexual violence, violence, crimes, and and crimes against children. Yeah. So, so. just a warning. If you guys, are, you know, if that, if that's something you're not into, just skip over this one and head on to the next. Yep. Or get we'll offended. We totally understand. Yep. All right. All right. Bye. Enjoy. Bye. Welcome to Just a Tip Paranormal. I'm Leslie. I'm Jackie. And hey. welcome back, guys. Yeah, we are your host for the day, like every other you know episode. <laughs> every time. Yeah, every it's just time. it's just us this time. So yeah. okay. Yay. Yep. <sighs> what are you drinking today? Uh, I am drinking Bud Light Seltzer Black Cherry. I got Bud Light Seltzer Strawberry and my Lotus. Yeah, I have a sugar-free Red Bull. That was yours, and I appreciate you letting me drink it. And that's them. why I bought them. <laughs> 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 Alright, what well, are we talking about today? We're be talking about a murder. Yeah, we haven't done a murder for a while. Yeah. First, though, crime. how was your week? Oh, uh, it was long. <laughs> Agreed. I could not wake up for the life of me, like, every morning. It took me an hour one day. Uh, yeah. To get the fuck out of bed with my alarm going off every five minutes and my husband being like, "Just fucking leave, Just fucking, <laughs> fucking get done out with of this." Here, God. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I feel it. It was a long week. It was a struggle, and yeah. it's super rainy today, uh, and cold mm-hmm. and wet, like super rainy. So welcome to Washington. I dig it. Yeah, but uh, yesterday was fun. We had a fire. Yeah, yesterday it was fun. Had some people over, social distance around a fire. Yep, it was awesome. Yep. Had a good time yesterday. Yeah. I, uh, it was a rough week for me, but that's because I decided that I'm going to move to Arizona. Oh, shit, we're bringing that news right now? You didn't yeah. even give me a heads up. All right, everybody, yeah, there's going to be a little, I mean, we are still recording and we're going to be still recording, but there might be some with um, you know, a step in for a while until Leslie can you know for a settle week down. Or two. Yeah, just a little bit, but just will I, you know, get my ass down there because I have to drive and yeah. then get settled. Yeah. Uh, and during this time, who knows? Yeah. What the fuck is going on? But hopefully it will be a smooth transition for you. And I'm really excited for you because it's gonna be really fucking hot. Yeah. And, yeah. And. I'm excited for you, not because it's going to be really fucking hot. It's not going to be raining, though, which is kind of nice, but Uh, I know you love the rain. (laughs) But I am... The saving grace on this is that I'm going during monsoon season there. Yeah. So I am excited to, like, witness their monsoons and, like, some of their storms. Yeah. Their dust storms, I heard, are really cool. They're scary, but they're cool. Yeah. And then uh, their... Like thunder, and lightning storms. Yeah. So, uh, that's a saving grace for that. Yeah. And it will help. The hot weather will help your. Uh... Oh, my arthritis will feel way better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's going on, guys. Yep. It'll be a fun time. i going to miss the fuck out of you. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like, but same. But now you have somewhere to visit. Fuck yeah. Well, yeah. You have, I had somewhere to visit before. Your parents are down there and that's I know. the big reason why you're going. Yes. Uh, but I'll yeah. have an even better reason to visit. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I love to travel, so my little gypsy souls is- Right, I'm willing to come down. Well, not to mention, there's so many haunted places there. I'm gonna go ghost yeah. hunting all the time. It's gonna be so fucking. You better record that shit and then like present we'll put it on our Ooh, YouTube yeah. channel. There we go, guys. Yep, we we we're also gonna get a little clip of us on the YouTube channel. Eventually, I have to find a stand for the camera, though. Yeah, we were just actually gonna try it today, but yeah, uh, <laughs> we can't find a stand that will fit. That will actually like will be tall enough. Yeah. For... Oh, I just got an idea. What? Uh, my fucking camera stand. my tall oh, one. Oh oh yeah. That could work? work. It could. Hmm. We might have to try that on the next episode. Alright, let's do it. Anyways. Oh yeah. Not Anyways. this one, guys. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this week we're gonna talk about uh murderer, because we haven't done one in a while. I'm so excited. Yes. Uh this guy was especially heinous. <laughs> 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 And he slipped through the cracks a few, more than a few times. Um, His name is, uh, was, he's dead now, uh, Arthur Shawcross. Hmm. Uh, He operated in Rochester, New York, and uh, his, he was also known as the um, Curvese River Killer. Curvese? Yeah, or is Is that Jervisi? I don't know. This is in New York? Yeah. Okay. Um... So, I'm just going to jump right into this. I did, like, a deep dive with this one. Yeah, you've been uh, researching him quite a... Like, for a while now. Yeah. We were going to present him, like, in the second or third episode or something. But we decided to go a different route. So, Uh, this is so exciting. Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) I'm ready to get gross the fuck out. Oh, and you're going to be... There's a lot of times where I was researching it. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, if people had done their jobs and... uh, most of these people would still be alive. Okay. So you'll see what I mean as we go on. But when was uh, this? he was born in nineteen forty five. The murders happened between seven the seven between the seventies and the eighties. Oh shit. Yeah. Um okay. so he was born in nineteen forty five in Kittery, Maine. He's the oldest of four kids. Um He was Then moved to Watertown in New York when he was young. So, uh, he kind of stays throughout New York most of his life. Okay. Um, He had high marks in the first years of elementary school. Uh, However, uh, later tests showed when he was older um, that he had... uh, His intelligence was below... It was low. Oh, really? Yeah. He was actually said to be, quote, unquote, these are not my words, borderline retarded. Oh, no. Um, with an IQ of only 86. Oh, okay. So. That's pretty low. Yeah. Wait, what's the average IQ? Is it like 90 or that? Um, let's see. Uh, average IQ is 100. Okay. Uh. Well. So, it's like between 100 and 115. Yeah. So he was below average. He was borderline uh, mentally handicapped. Okay. Uh, but they didn't know that when he was younger. That he didn't take these well, tests in the until forties and fifties. Right. I don't think they had really. They didn't really have a uh, testing for that. I mean, they had the IQ test, but kids didn't take that. So it yeah. just wasn't, you know, something I that. I think if you didn't know, if you weren't of average learning, they just categorized you and that was that right and you know they really work hard to try to teach you or to help you no not at all yeah um he was a bedwetter throughout his whole childhood uh he claimed that throughout his childhood his mother would insert foreign objects into his anus oh my god well no shit yeah I oh, went uh, to bed too. If right. Honestly, had something of my anus. A lot of the times, uh, bedwetting is a not all the time, mind you, but a lot of times it's uh, it happens usually if a child is like molested or beaten. Oh. And it's a psychological thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Your so, mind's trying to deal with some fucking trauma. Right. Right. Wow, okay. Um. At nine years old, he stated that his aunt performed oral sex on him. Oh, gross. What right. Fuck. Yeah. That's disgusting. Uh. And during his middle school years, he had sexual relations with his sister regularly. Oh, fuck. Okay, so... Right. I'm going incl- to include a warning at the beginning of this episode before... Yeah. All right. Yep. Cool. Yeah. We're in this. I have no idea, by the way. Uh, we haven't discussed any of this information. Yeah. So this is the first. I told you. I mean, years. his his uh, first few years were heinous, and his crimes were heinous too. So they were uh, not good. Wait. What you? Okay. So his aunt, his mom, his mom did put shit up his ass, and his aunt, his, his aunt formed oral sex at came nine. And then and then he fucked his sister regularly in middle school. And that's not like was that the norm in their family? Like it's just like they were just I don't like know. okay. It didn't say, but that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um so and of course during school he then was acting out and he got you know, he was he was a, essentially a bully. But if you're having that kind of trauma go on at home, How are you're going you to act out elsewhere, too. Yeah, you're you not know. even gonna learn how to process anything. Right. And especially with an a lower IQ, it's harder to process feelings and traumas and stuff like that. Ooh, that's fucking, oh gross. Right. I just, I'm like, dude, you're a child, so stop. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and fuck this, oh man, the family. Where was his father? Uh, there, that I know of. It didn't say anything about his dad leaving, so. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, so he eventually dropped out of high school in 1960 at only 15 years old. Like he was just done. Yeah. Like he's like, fuck it. Right. Uh, he was drafted by the army in 67. Uh, which would have made him 15, 16, 17, 18, 22 years old. Oh, he was drafted at 67. He was drafted. Drafted in 67. For World War or for uh, uh, Vietnam? Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh when this happened, he divorced his first wife and signed over the rights for his eighteen month old son, which he never saw again. Wow. Uh never just gave up on the he got rights. married? Did yeah. I miss that? Yeah, he no, I didn't oh, say that. Okay. Uh, he wa he did get married at some point in there, I don't know when or And or, had a kid. Yeah, had a child. A Why did he sign his rights away? Um it didn't say, it just said that he he just was going off to war. He probably assumed he wasn't going to come back. God. Oh, man. Now I'm like, well, what? Was his wife cool with his background or what? Uh, like, did he stop? I don't know. He, he might not have even said anything to her about it. Jeez. Um, so, he, he did serve one tour in Vietnam and then came home. Okay. Uh, He... When he came home, he had changed a little bit, though, and would often boast about, like, weird combat things uh you know cannibalism and stuff like this and actually one of the biggest quotes that he said was uh he used to boast about quote beheading mama sons and nailing their heads to trees as a warning to the Viet Cong unquote uh okay so i believe that probably happened it probably and... did happen however he never saw any combat Oh, he didn't? No. So he lied about all, all of the stuff he said he did. All this disgusting, just like... Heinous things. Heinous yeah. things he, he didn't do. Interesting. But he never saw combat. That's so weird. And, and, no, he just... He wasn't in a, a platoon or whatever that saw any combat. Okay. Even though he went there, he wasn't like on the front lines, basically. Hmm. Yeah. Uh... So, after the army, he met his second wife. And, uh, this is a time in his life when he started setting fires. Okay. So. (laughs) I feel like setting fires is such an amateur thing to do. Right. Like, in your, uh, teenage years, maybe, or whatever. But not all the way. uh, he would set all these fires. And an army psychiatrist actually told his wife that, uh. He derives sexual enjoyment from fire starting. Wait. Okay. So he's still married after he came back. Oh, his second wife. Sorry. Okay. He got married again when he got back. And then she obviously realized there was a fucking issue. Yeah. And had him go to a psychiatrist. And he said what? Uh, the psychiatrist said that he derived sexual enjoyment from starting these fires. So he has an issue. Right. Uh, it's becoming very well known. Right. And I'm sure that they were actively working on this issue. Okay.
1: Uh, with the
0: psychiatrist. Cause he's seeing a psychiatrist. Yeah. Right. This is about the time that him and his second wife moved back to New York to a town called Clayton. Uh, they were, I believe, I think they were somewhere in the Midwest at this point when he came back. Okay. Uh, and they moved back to New York. Uh, once they moved, she divorced him shortly thereafter And, uh, in turn to being, you know, divorced, he's now by himself. So, uh, he started committing crimes such as arson and burglary. Okay. Just because he could, I guess. Right. Um, he was arrested and he was charged with crimes of arson and burglary. And he, uh, was charged with, uh, five years in the Attica Correctional Facility, which is in New York. And he only served 22 months of the five-year sentence. Right. Um, He was granted an early release in October of 1971. And the reason he was granted an early release was because he rescued a prison guard during a riot. (laughs) Weird. Right. (laughs) That's not something you're going to think is going to happen. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, good for him. That was really nice of him. Yeah. Yeah. Good on him, because I'm sure those those prisoners would have fucked that guard up if not killed him. Wow. Okay. Um, so you know, so he did one good in his life so far. Yep. Okay. One tally. Yeah. <laughs> not keep his score. And that's, well, about, one it. T- that's okay. about it. Okay, that's about it. All okay. Right. Uh, so he returned to Watertown, New York, and got a job at the Watertown Public Works. Uh, cool. so he was trying to, you know. Do a shit. Get a shit together. Was he on uh, parole? You said he, he was early released. He was not on good par- behavior or just early he parole? He was not paroled okay. at this time. Um, he got married for the third time. Uh, on May 7th, 1972, he lured a boy who was 10 years old. His name was Jack Owen Blake uh, into the woods. How did he lure him? Uh, no one knows. Okay. But he lured him into the woods. He got him to go to the, go into the woods with him. Okay. Uh, and he proceeded to rape and kill him. No. Yeah. That's horrible. Right. That's disgusting. Yeah. So Jack wasn't found. This was in May. Okay. And Jack wasn't found until September 5th, 1972. What? So he basically just was like a missing child until then. Four months. Yeah, yeah. The about. same year, right? Yeah, so four months. Yeah, right, yeah. Yep. My oh, poor boy. Um, and the only reason he was found was because police received an anonymous tip from someone. I don't know who was. No one knows who it was. Uh, right before Jack was found, however, on September second, which was three days before Jack was found, uh. An eight-year-old girl named Karen Ann Hill was visiting her mother over the Labor Day weekend. And Shawcross kidnapped her and raped and killed her.
1: What the well. fuck?
0: Two days before they found Jack? Yeah, two days before they, they found had a, his body. And they had anonymous phone call the day that they found him? Yeah. And. <laughs> right. So. Wait, did they find this girl? Yes. Right away. Uh, they found her and he was actually arrested the very next day. So, right he was away. in custody when they got the tip. Oh, weird. Yeah. So. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. So, I I assume someone probably came across the body and didn't want to be, didn't want to have to give a yeah. statement. And then just said, hey. There's something out here. There's, a, you know, remains out here of a human being. So so, so the, he okay, right, <laughs> so he he killed a ten year old boy four months later he kills and rapes a ten year old girl eight year old girl eight year old girl yeah, and he gets caught right away, yes, it didn't say how he got caught, but he was arrested the next day. does it say how he's killing them no, oh
1: um
0: fucked. I mean, it's fucked anyway, sorry I, I guys. believe it was asphyxiation, so he strangled them. oh God, right, all right. This is real tough. This one's tough. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, On October 17th of 72, he was allowed to plead guilty to a lesser charge of first-degree manslaughter for both crimes. Okay. Uh, And he was sentenced... A lesser charge? Yeah. What the fuck? I'll get there. Okay. Uh, He was sentenced to an indeterminate term... In Attica with a max of 25 years meaning you can serve anywhere from one to 25 years. How? Why? Because okay, he, wait listen. Because he pleaded guilty? He pled guilty. Uh, the reasoning for this plea deal that the DA came up with uh, was that there was no physical evidence to link him to the crime. It was literally only his own confession. Isn't that subs- uh, I, Like, not. Sus- non What the fuck is it called? Substantial evidence? Like, you can't go off they, of that. But they did. Can you? They, yeah, yeah, you can go off of it. Just the confession. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets a y- between a year and 25? Mm hmm. I just can't. All right. Right. Uh, my stomach is legitimately turning. I don't know if I can drink. Yeah, during this. But- Right. Let's drink some more. Uh, it's intense. Yeah, but wait for it. There's more. Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. This is in the 70s, right? You said 79? 72. 72, okay. Yep. So after 14 years of his sentence, uh, inexperienced prison staff and social workers disregarded the warnings of psychiatrists who had said he was a quote unquote schizoid psychopath. Schizoid psych? What a title. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, stating they, they essentially let him go, stating that he was no longer uh, dangerous. Uh, even after the psychiatrist said that. How that, long was he in for? 14 years. That's okay. So, I you know. I feel like he should have gotten 225 life sentences, you know, for each person. Right. Right, her child. Yeah, and he pled guilty to both. Yeah, and he got caught after the first or the second one. Mm-hmm. So, isn't that evidence if you get caught? Yeah, I don't I, get it. I don't okay, know. I'm just confused. They but, didn't right. have they didn't have what we have now with the DNA. They didn't have. I guess not. Yeah, that's you know, true. This is the '70s. Yeah, they didn't have all the the cool high tech shit that we have now to catch people like this. So, 14 years, fast forward. Yeah, 14 years. Even though psychiatrists are like, don't do it. Or uh, wanted them to not let him out because he was labeled as a schizoid psychopath. They did not want him to be let out. And I don't even know if I, like, a psychopath. That's, I, I don't know. Right. That just sounds like a word that you would call somebody, like, not... You're fucking psychopath. Yeah, not yeah. actually be like uh, Doctor. Fucking yeah. No, it is. It's it's a uh, an actual. Yeah, I've watched documentaries on people who are psychopaths. Yeah, uh, clinically labeled psychopaths. That's what I, that's what I usually hear is clinically insane mm-hmm. versus clinically psychopath or mm-hmm. something like I yeah. never u- heard the like actual use that word that's intense okay yeah but at the same time what are you supposed to do with the fucking guy even if he served his 25 years well he should have been in an institution he should have been medicated and uh there are therapies that you can go through to help you learn how to deal with you know essentially a psychopath is someone who doesn't have any brains or not brains but doesn't have any uh uh, this guy had no fucking brain. had no fucking brain. That's, brains. that's no. for real. <laughs> uh, you know, who doesn't have any emotions, any feelings? They don't care about anybody. They don't even care about themselves. Like, it's just nothing. Okay. Um. So you know, it's I can't imagine. I can't imagine, but you know, yeah. Uh, he was released on parole in April of 1987. Okay. So, uh, he had a tough time trying to find a house and employment due to his criminal history, obviously. He murdered, he raped and murdered two children. Right. Uh, so he moved to Binghamton, New York, uh, then to Delhi in new york because he can't find a place that is accepting enough for him to stay long enough i don't think you can live out of state when you're on parole no i think you have to stay within the yeah i guess not just the county i thought it was the county as well but it must be right it might be different now but and in between those two cities he met his girlfriend reese marie wally well reese right what the fuck reese right uh they then moved to Floydman, New York, and were still met with hostility. Obviously, nobody wants him in their town. Really? Yeah. So they all know who this man is. Yeah, and they just so I'm gonna okay. So at first, first I was like, town. well, maybe Reese doesn't know his has like give the benefit of the doubt. But since you know, no, she past, knows it good and well. The fuck, bro. Yeah. Gross. You're not. Oh, I know. I know. I don't think I could ever look past that from somebody. Like, I'm all no. about, you know, the past is the past and shit, yeah. up, but that's... Not, not like, like that, though. That's pretty intense, right? Yeah. I can't That's really. a big hell no. Yeah. That's a hard no. Yeah. That's a big fuck you. That's a double no here. Yeah. yeah. For real. Oh Yeah. I'm I am so fucking grossed out. Like, I know. I had to tell him, just like, fuck, let me drink more. All Right? Right? <laughs> So, in June of 87, his parole officer moved both of them into a transient hotel in Rochester, New York. Uh, But, he failed to notify Rochester authorities of this action. So, now he's in Rochester, New York, but Rochester doesn't know that he's there. Okay. Um... That was a parole officer that did that. And Forgot to file with the police department there. How do you forget to with one of your highly? Uh, violent criminals? right I have and, no idea Well, I mean, he did move around a lot right so. but hopefully this guy got fired because that's a big no-no That's a pretty big mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah it absolutely And is, is he considered as a sex offender so he has to register or I don't know if there was I that I don't then. know if that there was that back then all right I don't know. I'm so, upset. So, uh, by mid-October, they found more permanent lodgings in Rochester. Uh, so they actually found a house because now no one knew who he was. Okay. Because the parole officer forgot to tell and in turn the public wasn't notified. Is he working still? Uh, it does not. It did not say. I'm assuming they're bringing in some kind of money. Right. I would assume. Or living off the state. Huh. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, so this was all in 87. Okay, they finally found permanent lodging in October of 87. Here comes March, 1988. And that's when he starts murdering again. Can't just live that solid life. Nope. 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 That was Absolutely way not. too long of normalcy. Right. Jesus. Alright. What happened? Uh so they were primarily sex workers in the area. However, one, her name was June Stott, was a local and she was actually the first one of his victims to be mutilated after her death. Mutilated? Yes. So he would mutilate them and it doesn't give a whole lot of detail. Uh, however, he claimed, and you can't really listen to what he says because he lies. Yeah. Uh, he claimed that he cut out some of their sex organs and eat them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Why um, would you claim that? Well, then again, why would you claim all that? Right. There is shit and fucking nom. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Most were in Monroe and Wayne counties. In New York. Uh, Wait, hold on. He claimed these things, but did they ever find these bodies then? Yes. I mean, yeah. I'm mean, assuming they did. And did they see, like, is there evidence that he did that? Yes. Yeah. That they, he they actually cut out the yes. sex organs and... Oh, that I don't know. It didn't say. Oh, okay. Uh But they did find the bodies. Okay. Um. And it did say it was mutilated. Yes. Okay. So it's mutilated in some way. Yes. So, okay. um... The first victim was Dorothy Blackburn, and she was, uh, 27. She disappeared March 18th 1988, and was found on March 24th. Okay. Uh, the second victim, Anna Steffen, was 28, and she disappeared in July, July 9th, 1988, was found September 11th, 1988. Okay. Uh, and then Dorothy Keeler was 59, and she disappeared on July 29th, 1989 and was found in October October 21st of 89. Holy shit, so there's a string of murders happening here. Oh yeah. Okay. And then we have Patricia Ives. Oh my gosh. Who was 25 and she disappeared September 29th, 1989 and was found on October 27th, 1989. I feel like it's like one after another, so yeah. like so once with that Person, yeah. Victim is found. Right. And they're gonna... Yeah. He's gonna do it again. Right. Right. Um. So then June stopped. Do you think he was, like, going back to them? Oh, murder... Most murderers do go back to the scene. But there's no, like, there's no evidence There's no evidence that afterwards? That, no. No. But they probably do go back just to... Relive that without right. they don't even have to physically relive it. That would make sense. And then once that person is gone or that that uh, scene has yeah. been you know came in and swept over, yeah. they move on to the next one. For sure. Ugh. Uh, so June Stott, which like I said before, was the first victim that uh, showed any signs of mutilation, uh, and it's his fifth victim. Uh, She was thirty. She disappeared on October twenty-third, nineteen eighty-nine and was found November twenty-third, so a month later. Uh, and they're all dying <gasps> from uh, strangulation. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Marie Welch, she was twenty-two. Disappeared November fifth, eighty-nine, and was found January fifth, ninety. Uh Francis Brown was twenty-two. Uh, disappeared November eleventh. Uh, in 89, it was found November 15th, 89. Oh, that was a quick find. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kimberly Logan was 30. And she disappeared November 15th of 89 and was found November 15th of 89. How many so, people is this? Uh, this I've is lost eight. count. Holy shit. Uh, Number nine was Elizabeth Gibson, who was 29. She disappeared November 25th. Of eighty nine and was found November twenty seventh of eighty nine. Uh, Ten is Darlene Trippy. She was thirty two. Uh she disappeared December fifteenth of eighty nine and was found January fifth of ninety. June Cicero, which we're going to talk a little bit about her. Um. Here in just a moment. Um was, he was only charged for, I believe it was 10 murders. But the other two were his, and I'm not sure why they weren't charged, why he wasn't charged for them. I don't think they had enough evidence to, but they were his. What's two more? Just fucking add it yeah. on. Jesus. So June Cicero was 33, and she disappeared December 17th of 89. It was found January 3rd in 90. Um... Felicia Stevens is number 12. Uh, and she was 20, disappeared December 28th of 89, found December 31st of 89. <clears throat> so, uh Ugh. between, you know, about not even 2 years, he murdered 12 women. Strangulation takes a lot. Does it say how he did it? Like just by hands no, it or rope or say? Okay, well that takes so much out of you. It's it not does. a lot of they say it's like X amount of pressure to like crush a trachea or whatever. But did I say that right? I'm not sure. Your throat, yeah, but I think yeah, trachea, trachea. Anyways, I think it it takes a lot of fucking. Oh, that's a lot of anger, a lot of fucking energy, man. Just oh yeah, that's too much. I just oh god, I'm not... right, right. Um. Oh, here we go. Uh, he was a. Or convicted of eleven murders, with a twelfth not officially charged to him. Okay. So he was convicted of almost all of them, but one, and they're pretty sure he did that one. They just didn't have enough evidence to hold him, hold it, or to charge him with anything. Um, like I said, most were in Monroe and Wayne counties. Uh, And they're all sex workers. Uh, yes, most of them. Except for one. Who was a local, just a normal okay. woman. Um, June Cicero's body was discovered by aerial surveillance on January third, nineteen ninety. Right? She was the not the last victim, but the eleventh victim. And um she's believed to be the last victim. Even though this Felicia Stevens was officially the last victim, but that's the one he wasn't charged with. Uh, Shawcross was arrested two days later, uh, on January 5th, and he was found urinating on a bridge over Salmon Creek upon the same frozen waters that the body of his final victim was dumped. What a disgusting fucking pig. So, he went back to the dump site for the final body and pissed on it. What a fucking just, pig, man. Just because he could. Okay. Right. Now I have newfound hate for this person. I had no idea he even fucking existed before. Right, Jeez right. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Yeah. No, he was, he was not a good guy. Mm-hmm. And his crimes were essentially they were very heinous very uh he was tried in November of 1990 he pled not guilty by reason of insanity for the 10 murders in Monroe County not the one in Wayne um dorothy lewis who was a psychiatrist stated that he had brain damage multiple personality disorder and post-traumatic stress disorder and had been sexually abused as a child, which he was sexually abused as a child, but that does not give you the right to take 12, 14 people's lives. Yeah. So, uh, and the court saw that and didn't didn't, didn't, yeah, didn't good. Believe it. Good. And in 1991, he was sentenced to 250 years. Boom, bitch. In good. In prison, um, they should have fucking sent him. <clears throat> Do they not have the death trial there or the death penalty or whatever the I fuck? Don't think death? They did.
1: <clears throat> he should
0: have been. He should have been given the death penalty. Two children, twelve women. All within, well, the two children were 14 years prior or whatever, however long prior. But yeah. still, regardless, he only got a fucking, what, less 14? 20 years Yeah, and he killed 20, 14, 14 Two people. children, yeah. Like, yeah. Had he been held longer for the murders of the children, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. The 12 women wouldn't have happened. Yeah. He should have still, he should have been in, in prison for life. For the children agreed, but uh, he was held at Sullivan Correctional Facility in Fallsburg, New York, until he died on November 10th, 2008. What, yeah, he died. Okay, okay. from what? Uh, oh, he had a heart attack, bitch, mm hmm, fucking pussy. Yeah, he had a heart attack. I actually can't say that, I'm sorry, but I mean, I'm angry, right? So, uh, yeah. He was he was bad man. I'm disgusted. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm not excited for this murder anymore. No, I was excited to hear about this, and now I wish I never fucking heard about this. Yeah, it was it was uh, rough having to read. I don't believe like I like every okay. There's some people that do have trauma when in their when their children. Yeah, I don't believe that it's that's an excuse that can't. No, no,
1: I don't think Uh, so either.
0: However, not learning how to properly handle those traumas or it can process things can definitely up. cut, like, yeah, it can travel long, longer in your life than it right. is needed or whatever. But, or it could be a lifelong tra- trauma to deal with. Right. Uh, so I don't, like, I, it's really hard for me to feel sympathy right now. I
1: know. Um
0: because you're an adult and your fucking choices you made, you fucking made them as an adult. You know exactly what the fuck you were doing. Regardless right. if you have a mental illness or not, doesn't matter. That's the way I feel about that. So Yeah. Who? All right. Oh, yeah. man. I might I'm amped up. I'm amped up. I want to <laughs> fucking Oh. I want to tear this motherfucker apart. Yeah, floor. dude. Like not cool, man. No. Okay. No. Uh, but at least he's dead. At least he's dead. And you know, fuck him. That's why I felt it was good to say all the names of his victims, because I'd rather remember them. Yeah, in my heart, yeah, for sure, my heart goes out to all those people, because... Absolutely. I can't imagine, I don't want to imagine, like... No. mm Especially the children. Yeah. Any like, of them. Any of them. But... Any of them was a child, and a mother, or a sister, or yeah. a friend, or whatever. For sure. So, yeah. So... That was Arthur Shawcross. He's a bad, bad man. Yeah, fuck you, Arthur Shawcross. <laughs> What's his name? Fuck Arthur it. Shawcross. Shawcross. Not his name is anymore. Now he's fucker and he's shit dead. Shit fuck his name. Shit fuck. I like Arthur shit, shit fuck. fuck. I dig that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, that was, uh, you know, that's our murder. That's Arthur. <laughs> yeah. That's Arthur. Uh, you know, so, uh, hit us up. Yeah, on, let us on the interwebs. Let us, let us know how much you feel about this Arthur shit fuck Yeah, please tell me, because <laughs> we can't be alone in this feeling. No, um, and that's why we had to share with you. Sorry. I hope you sleep well tonight. We'll bring next week. We'll bring you a a nicer.
1: We'll maybe, bring you a paranormal one. Yeah,
0: we'll bring you something a little lighthearted. I don't know. We'll see.
1: You know. <laughs>
0: Thank heavy. you, Leslie. That was um, very, very heavy. Yep, super heavy. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, hit us up. You know the gist. Uh, oh, boy, first off, uh, I have just the tip for the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't have one. But we're going to start doing just the tip oh, for the week. Yeah. Do you have one? You said you had one. Oh, yeah. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on. I'm put on the spot now. All right, just the tip to leave you guys Uh, for this episode is... Don't blame your childhood trauma on the things you do for your actions as a fucking adult. Yeah, no shit. And, you know, fucking own up, dude. Legit. And remember to elbow bump elbow bump elbow or finger guns. Finger guns. I All right. Aye. All right, bye. bye.